Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your Dealing Center host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who has spent his entire weekend clicking and re-clicking the All-Star ballot to vote for Trey Mancini, Cedric Mullins, and Chris Davis, all to make the All-Star game. The button lover, Josh Sroka. Uh, you, you, got, you got me with the Chris Davis. I didn't see that one coming. So you got you me You might there. have to write that one in. You caught me. Um yeah, I, those 17 uh, Chris Davis votes all came from uh, St. Augustine, Florida. There you go. Which is in, uh, it's June, which is now rainy season in Florida, which means we have like a huge thunderstorm pretty much every day from 2 p.m. to like 2.15. And it's yeah, like I do my, huge I do my huge lightning. I do my daily check of the box scores, and I saw that the Norfolk game down there in Jacksonville was rained out. And I thought your little rain shower was supposed to last ten minutes and then supposed to be done, but you guys rained out a whole game. It was, but today it's uh, today was a bigger storm. Yeah, but yeah, normally it is like a fifteen-minute rainstorm come June. Yeah, I can't tell. Were they? They weren't supposed to. They're not still in Jacksonville today, right? No, no Monday. No Miley games for anybody ever on Mondays. Oh, Monday's the travel day with the new weird week week in the town. Yeah, you play Tuesday through Sunday and then travel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking outside. I'm like, it's not raining now. <laughs> so you confused me. Yeah, it was yesterday or the day before. I forget. It was that. Gotcha. Yeah, the game was rained out. Well, uh, yeah, and it looks like the Oriole game, as we're recording, is getting ready to get started as they had a rain delay in Cleveland tonight as well. Yep, yep. And this has been the weather report brought to you by the weather bug. 
Is the weather bug still a thing? I don't know. That was a thing when I was in college, right? That was a thing. Yeah, I remember the weather. Weather bug was like with dial-up internet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right after you check your AOL weather. It was powered yeah. by the weather bug. I tell you what, though. You would think uh, the weather apps may have gotten more sophisticated, but I feel like they're just as no. accurate as they were 30, 20 years ago for dial-up. No. No. The weather you think they're more accurate? Yeah, oh, yeah, nah. yeah. No, no it, it'll up. tell me it's raining outside when I'm sitting outside and it's not raining. I don't buy it. You, you've just got the wrong app. That's the okay. problem. I okay. use, uh, what is this? I use Weather Nerd, and it'll tell me uh, it's going to start raining in five minutes. And sure enough, it starts in five minutes. And it'll okay. say it'll stop in 15. And sure enough, it stops in 15. So you just got the wrong app. Okay. I just I got know. the app, whatever the iPhone gives me. Yeah, you think they're going to give you a good weather thing for free? Yeah, I don't know. I don't this iPhone comes from China. I don't know how they're telling the weather when they're already in China anyway. That's probably the problem. I don't think the iPhone comes from China. Uh, isn't that where it's made? That's where this thing is built and created. I think it's like a made in uh, – no, I think it's like made in California, assembled in China or something, I think is what it says on the back. Okay. Sorry, I was just listening to this podcast this morning about China and Apple and just the oh, okay. dynamics. So that's oh, on my is, brain. Yeah. I don't know. It's part of that whole um, woke culture where people want to get all upset, but we all know, like, it's slaves building our iPhones and our Nikes. Yeah. Well, I guess, according to this podcast, and China was, like, willing to do it, and now there's not as willingly do, do, doing it. They're kind of standing up for themselves or something, and so it's causing some drama with Apple oh, or something. That, that's why the price of the phones went up. Yeah, may, maybe that has to do with it. I don't know, but it seems like the price of everything's going up now, nowadays. It is. Yeah. I am looking for a car. And was told that car pricing has went up 12%, and it's going to go up even higher as I continue to look. That's what I saw. Someone I saw just the headline saying for the first time ever, like you could buy a used car, drive it off the lot, and the value goes up <laughs> instead of going down the second you drive it off the lot. All right, then maybe that's just the key. Maybe right now I buy a crappy used car to get me by. And just wait. Yeah, and just wait a and few then, months as the values continue to r- r- rise. It's get like baseball baby. cards. I'll make some money off of these things. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just make sure it's in good condition. Exactly. Right. I'll keep it in a plastic case. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we got a lot to get to today. No, we don't. This has yeah. been a really slow week of Orioles baseball. This is one of the – and we played Tampa. We get a Tampa series because the Tampa series was so quintessentially Tampa. It was unbelievable. And it was a great example of where the Orioles are compared to Tampa. Yeah. And kind of the, the weaknesses of the Orioles were highlighted in Tampa. Yeah, and Tampa does what they literally do every single time. And not just, in fairness, not just against us, but against everybody. It's why they're good. Um, it's also why yeah. people continually underestimate them because the way they play, where the, their starters don't go. I mean, their, their starters like Jorge Lopez, right? Like they, they, they Rich, go five Rich innings. Hill. Rich, Hill was one, Rich Hill was one of the guys this weekend. Yeah, and they'll go five innings, but then their bullpen, you know, their bullpen this week, I, I know on Sunday they pitched like seven innings without giving up a, a run or something. The whole weekend, it, their whole entire bullpen gave up two hits. Two hits. <laughs> the whole bullpen. I mean, this is what they do. That's... They have they have the second best run differential like after the fifth inning, the fifth inning right. to ninth, because this is what they do. They, and their they offense just, isn't great. Their pitching's outstanding. Their bullpen is amazing. Yeah. 
And and their pitching, starting pitching, just gets them to, to the bullpen, and they just throw these random dudes out there who just get everybody out in the bullpen. It's what uh, you can't name yeah. their bullpen arms, but they get everybody out. So you know what I liked. This was the our first time playing Tampa this year uh, because the schedule is really jacked up and weird. Yeah, was it the first time? I thought it was the second time. Was it the first time? I'm pretty sure it's the first time. Okay, That's I know we haven't it. played Toronto yet. Oh no, we hosted them in May. It's the yeah, first time yeah. we've gone to Tampa. Right. Um, yeah, and I know we haven't played Toronto yet, but I liked as much of a dump as Tropicana Field is. We've both been there. We can both say it is a dump. Yeah, I've been there. Um, but I liked that fans were out at the game. It's fun to see fans at games. Yeah. And even Tampa had fans at the games more than Orioles have been recently. Yeah, so I know. That it's, that, it's, it's that funny point, point in the season, Josh, where I think about it was fans going to the game. Um, first of all, I don't go to very many games anymore because I just don't feel safe in the city. But the and school nights. <laughs> no, people are going to believe you when you say that. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, That's just that. all these excuses people come up with. But what happens is here's what really happens. School nights is a real thing. Yes. Because games go, go late. But then school lets out about this time. Like, you know, I got out this week. Some students get out. Some kids in Maryland get out next week or the week after. Right. It's within kind of this time frame. And by this point, nobody wants to watch the Orioles anymore. So when you nope. want to watch the Orioles, because it's the beginning of the season, you're kind of excited. You got school nights. Then by the time you get to the mid-June, you don't want to watch this team anymore anyway. So no one's going to the game. Yeah, it's tough. I saw there was an article in – it was either the Sun or the Washington Post. It was one of those uh, – I think it was a D.C. paper talking about how the Oriole attendance has drastically – like gone down every year since uh, 2014. And they were like, look at this high in 2014. And every year it's gone down. And it's like, people do not seem to correlate. It's not a lack of, like the fans, it's not that Baltimore can't support a baseball team. And I get you're trying to make that point because everyone wants to point to Nashville and say, oh, the team's moving. It shows you what happens when you win ball games. When you win ball games, nobody cares how dangerous the city is. Nobody cares that it's a school night. When you're winning ball games, it's exciting and you pack the stadium. Oh yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. Like it's there. There's a correlation to attendance and win to- totals, and it's not a mystery. Yeah. Right. Um, it's the same correlation that has to do with podcast downloads and about an Orioles podcast versus the yeah. Orioles win loss total. Yeah, there was an article um, came out this week. I think it was on Fox Sports by one of the guys from that uh, barbecue Cespedes, Cespedes barbecue yeah. people. Yep. Um, and and the, the title of the article was "How to Cope When Your Favorite Baseball Team Stinks." All right. So uh, and yeah, they have this some piece of advice. The guy. This must have been written by the guy who's the Oriole fan. He's an Orioles fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So this is written by Jake Mintz, who's an Oriole fan. Yes. Um. So so let me throw you a couple of his things by by you and see what you think. All right. Um, he says, don't watch every game from start to finish. You yeah. buy that? Yeah, I'll buy that. Sometimes, all right, here's my trick. Sometimes, as an Orioles fan to cope this year, I pretend that I don't know the Orioles are playing. <laughs> or or I, I, or as soon as I realize we're out of it, I'll shut the game off. It's hard yeah. to watch start to finish with this team. Yeah, like there's no... On Sunday, when the when the dude hit the grand slam, you turn yeah. off. You turn yeah. the game off. Go you don't have to grass. watch it. anything else. I mean, this is, I don't want to pitch. He's pitching on Tuesday, I think. When Matt Harvey pitches, it's okay not to watch. 
<laughs> you, you know what Matt Harvey's going to do. You can skip that one. Yeah. You can I'm, tune I'm in for your John Means there, and Bruce Dillon yes. starts. You, you tune in for Jorge Lopez because you never know what you're going to get. But Right. And you tune in for John Means. And yeah, you so tune this... in for the first three innings of every game. I watch the first three of every game because you don't never know what this lineup can do. Yeah. And the second, his second thing is related. He, it says, trust your MLB at bat, at bat app alerts. Right. So alerting you if there's something happening important or if it's a close game, um, you can tune in. I, I, for one, I don't have any alerts on on my phone. That's, yeah. Like, cause I don't want MLB any app. updates, but, but yeah. Yeah. Like you have other alerts, just not for the MLB app. Like your messages and stuff will still alert you and notify you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I get yeah. text message alerts. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if no. I have anything else besides text message alerts. On. I have, I have the same thing. I have all the MLB alerts turned off because I watch the games through the Masson app or the um, MLB network, and I'm all afraid of of getting the alert before I see it on TV. So I have all that stuff turned off. Yeah. Or you can be like Bert, who's afraid of getting the alert before it happens while he's at the game. Yeah, I, I actually recently, because I'm watching on the website on mass and, you know, sports.com. Yeah. And I can't get on Twitter because there is like, it's it's not just like a five second delay. It's like a 15, 20 second delay. It's, it's like seven. No, it is more than seven. Because I see well, tweets on that. there. How can someone can't tweet in seven seconds before it happens in the thing? So I have to say, I'm I don't know. I don't know what it is. His third one says. By the way, the yeah. Masson app, yeah, is how you. It does not check for blackouts. So if you're ever in a territory where you're worried about the MLB blackouts, like when the Orioles play in Tampa, instead of using the MLB network, which gives you a little better quality, log into the Masson app, and you can watch the game. Good device. Um, it doesn't have all the features that the app app does. No. No, and it's I can't pause and, it, and yeah, no, and you have to go in and you have to choose mass in one or mass in two, and like gamble. gamble. I don't understand why the app can't tell me which game, which channel the game's on, but no, whatever. But it's a reminder why I don't gamble because I feel like I get it a fifty-fifty chance. I get it wrong eighty percent of the time. Oh, tonight, what game? I went. I went to choose it because because of the rain delay. The MLB network won't tell me. It'll just like it won't automatically start playing. So I went to the Masson app instead. And 50-50 shot, Got I wrong. said, all right, Orioles-Cleveland, it's a Monday night. I'm going with the Masson app, or Masson, and no, it's on Masson 2. Throws poorly. Always wrong. Uh, Jake Mint said, for number three, no when to go to bed. Okay. Uh, I kind of do that. I fall asleep with the game on often, but I take these sleep gummies okay. to go to bed. Yeah, so I know Florida. at what time in the game – to grab the gummies and because I'll be out in about 20 minutes. Yeah. And like we, and we are, and he talks about this in an article, but like we know the Orioles well enough to know like who, who's in the bullpen, who's pitching, who, who do we got yes. back there? Is this right. roller is roller? Is he the only arm left in there and he's coming in? Okay. Go to bed. All right. If you still have, if Saber Valdez coming in, go to bed. If you right. still have, right. If you still have Tanner Fry Scott's back there, there, Tanner Scott's there, stay up. But you know, if you don't have those <laughs> yeah, guys, exactly. Um, the next and one is you pick know, your, you know, based on the score, who, who's, who's an option in that pen. Yeah. Um, his next one is pick your spots, know your rotation. This is what we just talked about. You yep. know, Matt Harvey, means. John means pitching. You want to watch that. Um, and the next number five zone in on the, on, on one minor league team with all the prospects. It's Bowie. 
And so this would be Bowie, right? Who is yeah. has the best record in all the minors. I'll talk. We're gonna talk more a little bit about um, what's happening on Tuesday with Grayson Rodriguez making the start at Bowie. Yeah, I assume it's gonna be a sellout. Um, I don't know about that. Number uh-huh. six is um, celebrate every debut like it's a big one. I think that's good. I think this is something Oriole fans do really well: is celebrate every debut like it's a big one. Don't, don't we like yeah, Cedric totally. Mullins when he first got oh. up? Ryan Mackhouse when they got up? Like we make a big deal yeah, out of players um, making two to the majors, uh, even these uh, not Tyler high Nevins. prospects. Yeah. What's that? Tyler Nevins. Yeah. Um, no, we do. The Orioles do. The Oriole fans do a good job of celebrating prospects that come up. Um, and then number seven says, invest in someone, pick a hill to die on. Um, this reminds me of my love affair with Brian Mattis. Like, I think you just have to almost pick random fringe guys. I like this one a lot to kind of obsess over and cheer over, whether it's a, uh, a knuckleballer at Norfolk or whether it's a major leaguer throwing a dead fish. I think you got to get behind kind of these, you know, whether it's a DJ Stewart or whether it's a Bruce Zimmerman, this kind of borderline major leaguer, and just um, have that be your guy, right? And even if you sound ridiculous and dumb when you tweet out Mattis for starter, when clearly he has the worst starting ERA in the history of baseball, you kind of have to go all in for, for a guy. Right. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, totally. Have fun with it. Number Enjoy eight. The losing. Number eight is kind of a weird one, uh, but remember everyone is trying their best. Okay, a little bit of orange slice here, but okay. I don't believe that. I watched some of those games during those that losing streak. Yeah. I and, don't and, believe everyone is trying their best. Yeah, and I don't go number eight either because this is too much to me like. This isn't give everyone a trophy. Yeah, yeah, it's too much to like, well, it's okay they lose every game. They're arguing right. their best. Now, you know, like talent-wise, it's not the Orioles' fault well, that, that they haven't spent money to acquire talent. Right. But at the what... same time, I'm a guy who booed Chris Davis, right? I booed <laughs> yeah. Chris Davis, yes. even though Chris Davis may have been trying his best. I don't care. Mm-hmm. He, was, he wasn't hitting the ball. So I think he should be booed. Uh, but I do say, I do stick with the, he's doing his best with Brandon Hyde because the, with the Brandon Hyde for hate, I feel like I kind of protect Brandon Hyde and say, no, he's doing his best. Look at the crap he's going out there and trying to deal with. Right. He's, 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 you can't expect him to win when those are the, those are the cards you give him to play with. Right. But it's interesting, right? That Aaron Boone this week, the Yankees are under so much pressure. Aaron yeah. Boone, his seat is so on fire. He can't even sit down oh, anymore. What? He's under so much heat, and they're a game over 500. Right. Meanwhile, the Orioles, you know, haven't sniffed 500 but, since they were 0 and 0, and 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 people are okay with Brandon Hyde. But that, Just, but that makes sense because of the hand of the cards you have. Right. He, he he he's got a team that should be way better than that, and he's mishandling the team, or he's not motivating the team, or something. I don't know what managers really do. For a team, I know that there's some strategy involved in manage, manager stuff. I don't know how much you put wins and losses on a manager. I know that we can clearly see when a manager costs a loss by pulling the wrong pitcher, pulling a pitcher too early, pulling a pitcher too late. We see that. When a team just sucks and struggles, sometimes it's hard to say, all right, the manager's got to fix this. How do you do that? I guess your lineups and giving guys rest and dealing with that whole mental aspects, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How much that there's a player slumping. 
how much does that reflect on on the manager? And when you have an entire, you know, like as the Yankees, where most of the offense is struggling, is struggling, um, how much does that affect the offense? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like I don't. I, 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 how much is that on the manager? Uh, yeah, I think that's an impossible question to know. Like Tony Larusa, for example, I thought everyone hates Tony Larusa for the White Sox, right? But his team's in first place, so yeah. I guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, you can't hate him then. Yeah, so it's it's it's. There, I think there's so many things out of the control of the manager, but the manager kind of takes the blame. I think Buck Showalter right, is a great example. Um, he won a lot of games here. He also lost a lot of games year here. Does that mean he, is, he got good one year and got bad the next year? No. Like, no. But, but, but he left Zach Britton in the bullpen. Yeah. And he brought in Ubaldo Jimenez. So we can clearly, that's a manager decision affecting the game that we'll, we'll always blame Brit, uh, Buck for. Yeah. That, yeah. One, one little decision. But yeah. I, I would still take Buck Schultz as my manager over anyone in baseball. Um, that's just me, though. I think there's one guy that I might take over him. Who's that? A Madden. Oh, you're a Joe Madden guy, huh? Joe Madden. Yeah. Yeah. But how, I mean, how'd that work out for him with the Angels? That's a good example, though, right? Uh, no. They, yeah. The Angels are an interesting team because they've got some talent and they're not able to do anything. Right. And and so if you thought, and maybe you thought, oh, well, they always they had Trout, they have a time, they have all this talent. Maybe it's a manager issue where they bring in Joe Madden, pay him a lot of money. And they're st- and they still don't win. So right, I mean they're yeah they're the same record as the Yankees. They're one game over five hundred. And they've been playing really so, well lately because they right. were like ten games under five hundred a few right. weeks ago. They're right. on fire. So maybe if they weren't on hot now, maybe there would be pressure on him. Yeah, and he's done this without Mike Trout. Yep. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so anyway, this that was his list uh, for. But I, I do think like is you have is to there, find ways to deal with the season. Yeah. Is there anything you would add? Yeah, the- like I, I become I become um, almost obsessive with the minor leagues. Like I check every single night multiple times, more than the Orioles box score if I'm not watching the game. I will check mm-hmm. Bowie, Norfolk, Aberdeen, Delmarva. I will check it multiple times, yeah. the, the box score. And so I think that helps. Um, I wish they had better cameras in those yeah. games. Yeah, I wish they had a better app. The app sucks. Yeah. It's all, like it feels like a minor league experience all the way around. And I find myself not just watching the box scores, but like um, reading articles about it. I read articles about the draft all the time. The draft, we can we're talk about the draft when it gets closer. Yeah. But it's really interesting how this draft, I've seen like, I don't know, five or six different mock drafts by reputable yeah. sites. And every single one has had the, the Orioles picking someone different at number five. So it's yeah, I went off on uh, on one of the Birdland tonight's this weekend. I went off complaining about mock drafts because one of the one of the uh, viewers tried to bring up mock drafts, and I don't I don't buy any mock drafts. I think we mm-hmm. see mock drafts being screwed. No one's ever gotten a correct mock draft in the NFL. Yeah, and baseball is even harder to predict. Well, baseball is even harder to predict. And like I don't know how someone has a favorite high school shortstop. Like how can you prefer? Right. I guess if you can look at their write-ups, but like, but you don't you've know. never seen these guys play against real competition, and you've never right. seen them actually play at all, televised or whatever. Like if you were it's, to watch, and I watched a little bit of Kumar Rocker play East Carolina this last week, yeah, and look good. But, and so I can have some opinion about Kumar Rocker, but how can I have a, 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 a opinion about Jordan Lawler? Um, or some well, of these, these, high, these high school shortstops. One, it's like you're, it's like horse racing, and you're trying to you're trying to pick the pedigree. 
Yeah. And, 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 and go with the guy because of coaches he had or family relations and stuff to try to figure out where he'll be as an adult. Who is going to be good in four right. years from now? Yeah. Exactly. And two, you don't know uh, what Mike Elias sees as the needs for the Orioles. You don't see does is Mike Elias want to draft a pitcher that'll be ready in two years, or is he th- feel good about the team in two years? But he knows that in six years he'll need a shortstop. So let me take this this high schooler. We do, yeah, you don't I, know Mike Elias's draft board. You don't know any team's draft board, and then you're trying to balance them all to that, and yeah, you don't I, know who we've sent scouts out for what scouts have visited, what players you don't know what we have going on in the Dominican Republic, which is actually something we're doing now. So you don't know how all this stuff correlates. Yeah. And there's, I've seen a couple articles mentioned and people just talk about on podcasts too, how Michael Elias likes to kind of go under draft or under slot, take some more money later and fine. But in the two years ago, um, he selected, uh, Adley Rutschman right. with the second, and he wasn't under slot at all. He was he was clearly the number one pick overall. Yep. So if the talent is there, he's going to pick it. Like it's right. not like this is just his thing. He's always going to go under slot. He's going to take. He's going to do the calculation and and do what's yeah. best for his team. And it's too it's oversimplified to say he's always going to take a pitcher, always going to take a college hitter, always going to do this. It's just not true. That's right. not and, true. I, and I get that the what's Rocker and the other guy, the two pitchers from Vanderbilt. Jack Leiter, sure. Yeah, everyone's excited about them. But guess what? They've only faced college baseball players. Yeah, and it's, uh, those yeah. guys are really interesting because everyone in the offseason had them going one, two. Right. Now I've seen them drop as as far as seven and eight. Those guys. Yeah. yeah. And the question is like, what do scouts see? Because no one who made this mock draft went and watched a Vanderbilt game. They're going off highlights that they see on crappy YouTube videos that Vanderbilt has put out. Well, you might be watching them now. Like, I, I watch Vanderbilt in the College World Series. I guess, yes, now they're yeah. on the College World Series. Um, so you're not seeing them. You're not seeing them for a full game. You're not seeing them full season. You're not seeing and mapping their pitch selection and how they're using what pitches and what type of movement it has on it. You're just seeing as a person, oh, they get a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. How does that translate? Or they, or they throw hard, right? They throw right. 99 miles per hour or something. Right. Sure. So, so how will that translate to the major leagues is what the Michael Elias and his boys have to figure out that no one making these mock drafts really understands. Yeah, and there is. I did hear, I mean, you heard stories that Michael Elias cleared house a little bit with the scouting department and got rid of a lot of scouts. Yeah. But I also heard, um, or I read, this is fan graphs, that no GM – has been seen in person more at these games yeah, than, Mike. than Mike Elias. Like That's he goes and has these eyes on his, all these players. Right. Like he travels all the time to watch these guys. Yes. Um, so and that and Mike Elias has a strong scouting background. And I've um, seen lots of reports on Twitter of uh, Mike Elias spotted at BWI flying here or there or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with that. And a good amount of Mike Elias's. Um, his his success right with his team is going to be based on the draft because he's been fortunate enough. This is more fortunate than Dan Duquette was because Dan Duquette did something Michael Elias doesn't know about, and that's win. Um, so, but Michael Elias, at least with the Orioles, so Michael Elias has been blessed to have a top five picks right now. Um, have top picks in the draft now for the third straight year, and it looks like the way this year's going for four straight years have top picks in the draft. Um, so he can't miss. Speaking yes. of which, it's a little bit concerning not to switch gears completely here, um, but still, 
Still no sighting of Hurston Kerstaff. Still has yet to play a professional game. Apparently he's in Sarasota working yeah. out, but has yet to play a professional game. And to, to me, I, that's concerning. Okay, good, because I don't care. Okay. I don't see this as concerning at all. I'm not worried about this. But the top pick in last year's draft for the Orioles yeah. hasn't played a game yet? Okay. No concern. Because why hasn't he played? Medical issues, right? Yes. Yeah. What has every single person on this planet had an issue with for the past 15 months? Medical issues. I get it. They've, they're but not to the these. point where it takes you out of your profession for this long a period of time. What are you talking about? Lots of people have been working from home for a year. It's affected a lot of people's professions. And you don't yes, know. But, it's okay. not like he can't play. He's in Sarasota. He's playing, just working his way up. Okay. I mean, I mean, we don't know, right? The number 10th pick overall in last year's draft, and no one has seen or heard from him um, since, the, since the draft, pr- pr- pretty much since COVID. Um, and so, yeah, and, and if you swing and miss on that, it kind of hurts. And um, so we'll see. And we hope he's healthy, right? That's his health above all. And we hope he's it just, sure. it's, it's, it's crazy to me that it takes this long to get back into health. But again, we don't know his, his personal information and what kind of health effects he's dealing with um, related to COVID. But it's, it's, I just find it odd, right, that he still hasn't played in freshman day. But, but, but maybe it's no big deal. Maybe, maybe you're right. And in the long run, he'll be fine. I hope so. I mean, yeah, sure. I hope so. We could use another good outfield bet. Right. But more than that, we hope for ourselves. And so Kerstead's medical thing is myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. Carditis, so just, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I assume This is the same thing something. that Rod Rodriguez uh, struggled with. Um, right. It's something that they can deal with. But um, it well, just kind of yeah. takes some time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the severity of it, I'm sure, varies. Um, yeah, yeah, but is this worse than if he, um, I don't know, broke his arm? I don't know. Or or a sore shoulder? Or, or I don't know. Tommy John, we've been through this with prostate I don't know. before. See, yeah, I have no idea. All right. All right, so you're saying I got to go to Sarasota with some binoculars this weekend. I just would, if anyone can give eyes on him or an interview or something, like he hasn't, any, there hasn't been even an interview or like yeah. a, a picture or something. Yeah. If I was cursed. Because he had a beard. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. Does, if I does was... he have long hair? Is he going the, the Hunter Harvey route? I don't know. I just want to see him. I don't know. Is he on uh, social media? Yeah, he tweeted out, I saw. He did tweet for the first time in a while. I think some World Series, College World Series stuff. Um, speaking of outfielders, though, Trish oh, transition again. May, May 28th. He's on a date. Yeah. So, um, all right. so he's safe. He can have ice cream. Okay. He, uh, using Diaz, speaking of um, health factors in minor leaguers, using Diaz is said to be working out again. Um, so hopefully using Diaz, that's a guy who still have, this is one of the yeah. guys, I don't know if this is a hill I'm going to die on, but guys I really like just because I saw him in spring training one year and saw him jack some home runs. So I'm a using Diaz guy. So, um, yeah, so using Diaz getting healthy. I hope he can get healthy fast and, I hope he makes it to the majors th- this year using Diaz. I I mean he's going to be in Bowie what tomorrow? Norfolk. He, no, he's at he's at Norfolk. I'm talking Bowie. about using Diaz. Bowie. He's in Bowie. Oh, he's doing rehab in Bowie. He's doing rehab in Bowie. Okay. So he's in Bowie, and yeah, hopefully that means move him up to Norfolk. And guess what? This team, I mean, Stewart's been hitting the ball decent recently, but I 
would love to see Diaz get a shot up here. You're right. I think our outfield could use him. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I agree. Um, before we talk about the Matrix squad, because I do want to talk about our lineup tonight uh, and kind of what's going on with Hayes, which I think is interesting. Um, before we get there, though, uh, one more note about the minor leagues. Tomorrow, the Bowie Bay Sox come back home. The Bowie Bay Sox. Oh, I got, I got questions for you about this. Now have, so given the, so Josh, here's what happened. I, I saw the Bowie Bay Sox. I thought like Grayson Rodriguez was starting. Grayson Rodriguez last week was promoted to being the number one pitching prospect in all of baseball. That's right, boys and girls. The Orioles have the number one pitching prospect in all of baseball. And he's throwing to the number two overall prspect in all of baseball, Adley Rutschman. Oh, and by the way, this is on a team that has the best record in all of minor league baseball, the Bowie Bay Sox. Right. All that, all that being said, I saw that and I said, I texted, you know, my dad said, Hey dad, you know, Grace yeah. Rodriguez, number one pitcher prospect in baseball. Yeah, he's my dad too. Pitching on Tuesday. I call him, I call him dad. I don't know what you call him. <laughs> right. Um, and I said, you want to go? He said, that sounds like fun. Sure. So then we saw us. And then this morning, uh, okay. Josh, yeah. this morning around 8 a.m., yep. I got a text from the zany one just out of the blue. I haven't got a text from Bert Rohde and I don't know how long. And, he, and Bert just texted me saying, hey, I was thinking about going to see Grace Rodriguez on uh, tomorrow. Do you want to go? I said, Bert, I'm already going. Right. I got some tickets. Let's go. All right. So you already have tickets and you're got going tickets. with Matt. You're going with dad and Bert and Silas bought tickets today. Got some good tickets. I didn't know what would be available. So I'm I guess pretty pleased with my tickets. I got, I, I got, so you don't want this press pass. I got a press pass. Yeah. Do you want it? Or no, are you taking, really. you're taking Silas. I'm taking Silas. Yeah. All right. They said, uh, they said Rodriguez wouldn't be available to media beforehand anyway, since he's pitching. But they are doing – their Bay Sox are opening up to media for the first time tomorrow in person. Uh, if you want to sit down with Buck Britton, uh, Justin Ramsey, or Adley Rushman. Nice. And, the, Josh, this has the feel of a big game, right? It's the this Bay is, Sox coming home. People are starting to get excited. The, the Orioles are in yes. – And the Orioles are in Cleveland. This yes, is, Orioles are away, and they're not playing well. Um, this is going to be – yeah, this is where all the media is going to be. Yes. Tomorrow night, Rock and all Steve, the Oriole fans. They're all going to be there. And Oriole fans too. But it's going to be like um like I think of it like years ago was it Chris Tillman who was having a rehab game there and it was packed and there was excitement for a yeah. rehab game because it was Chris Tillman. This is different though, right? This is yeah. We've this never is, had – I mean, this is the number one pitching prospect thrown to the number two overall prospect for the best team in all of minor league baseball, yeah. full of top 100 prospects, like full, full of our, our top prospects. The, oh, this exciting. feel is new, Josh. This is new. Yes. And that – what it is is it's a preview of what we'll get to feel at Camden Yards in a couple of years. Uh, well, I hope so. But, but you got to help me out with this one because I follow Bay Sox on Twitter. Yes. And uh, for a couple of days now, they've been teasing this. Gas up Tuesday to bring a gas can decorated. Yes. An unused gas can. Now, apparently Amazon's all out of gas cans. I because don't think that's because of Grayson Rodriguez. It may be because of Grayson Rodriguez. That might be because of other stuff going on in the world. Okay. But what does what is the empty gas can have to do with Grayson Rodriguez? I'm glad you asked because this is a question I've asked to ask. I've, I've had to respond. Not to, not to say it just happened to be multiple women just for whatever reason, the women have asked me. Whatever. Wait, wait, do you really know? Because I, I honestly have no clue what this is about. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I really don't know. Oh, so I'm this is, I'll you tell you, I'm I'll confused. tell you, I don't want to give, give credit out because I don't, I'm not the kind of guy to give credit out, but this is a brainchild of Eric RDT from Barstool Sports, friend of the show. He, he seems to get everything. Yeah. And that's why I don't want to give men more credit because he always gets enough yeah. credit. Yeah. And also um, a brainchild of, of Ryan Blake with Orioles fans problems. Orioles okay. problems fans, Orioles, the fans, Orioles problems Oreo, have. O's, O's fans problems. O's fans problems. So um, Eric RDT was doing this whole thing with gas as far as like, because Grayson Rodriguez is like the gas man because he throws so much heat, right? He throws okay. so much gas and heat. Right. This is what I was trying to explain to my wife. And to a couple other people, like that, you know, gas cans because he throws gas, which means he throws the ball really hard. But I was, I was just having a really hard time explaining that. All right. Uh, but wait, are you with you. me so far, Josh? Yeah, I'm with you. All right. And then I think Oreo fan problems, O's fans problems, I think they had the idea of, hey, let's show up to the game with a bunch of gas cans for the gas man because he throws so okay. much gas. And then okay. Bowie kind of got behind it and, and said, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. All and right. that's, I think, how the thing started. All right, I don't like it, and I love it at the same time. Yeah, it's stupid and corny. But it's yeah. really stupid. It's really corny. But I'm going to have the Bay Sox game on TV tomorrow because I want to see everyone waving gas cans around and banging gas cans. Yeah, and the Bay Sox have like this competition, like the best decorated, uh, now, you know, they're all in on it. Best decorated one has to get 50 bucks. Here's what they got to do. They need to, they need to do like $2 fill-ups for your gas can at the beer stations. So uh, yeah, I, know. I saw people tweeting about out this. of the yeah. gas cans. Yeah, or sell or sell little mini uh, gas things yeah. that you can drink out of. Exactly. Like they need to figure that out and and take that to the next level. Have you you've seen the minor league uh, beer bat? The bat, the beer bat. Yes. The beer bats are cool. They're gas a little cans, weird to me, but okay. Yeah. Gas cans are even weirder and take it to yeah. another level, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And my question is. So we're keeping this as gas cans, and we're trying to keep it linked with Grayson Rodriguez. Yes, the gas man. Right. I don't know. Is he called the gas man? I, I, have I don't no know if he's idea. called the gas man, but, like, because he throws gas. He I have no hard. idea. Yeah. But I want this to be linked with him so that suddenly at Camden Yards in a couple of years, we're all celebrating with all these gas stuff. I love it. Yeah, I don't know if Camden Yards would be as lenient as the Bowie Bay Sox as far as letting gas cans in. but Right, and then <laughs> – yeah, and how do you? It sounds. It also sounds very dangerous. Well, I think the next level is if he's really throwing gas. Let's not empty gas cans. Let's get some gasoline in there. Let's light himself on fire right. to really represent the gas he's yes. throwing. I need pyro when he comes in. Yeah, you forget this. this. You know what? This pie is in the face. Into? Pie in the face. That we're just do. That's kid stuff. No, set the man yeah. on fire. That's right. This is turning into, and I love it. And this is what I want in minor league baseball. And I don't know how this will transition to Major League Baseball, but I want more zaniness in Minor League Baseball. This is turning into the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. The the Savannah Bananas got a little highlight reel on ESPN this week. Did you see why? No, why? They had a guy in a Bananas uh, uniform, but on stilts. So he was super tall, and he hit the ball and ran down to first base. All right. Very cool. So, um, all right. I like it. Gas man, yeah. bring the gas can. Yeah. Uh, you have your gas can ready. Yeah. And it's corny, but, but also, Josh, at the it same time, excitement. this is not the Savannah Bananas. There is some real, legitimate kind of excitement and little firecrackers in the air about what's happening at Bowie. Yeah. It's pretty and that, cool. 
that's what's cool about it is the exciting. That's why I say I'm going to turn that game on TV tomorrow uh, because it's going to be a fun crowd. Yeah. Because they're all everyone who's coming there is coming to see Grayson Rodriguez because they everyone who's coming understands that this is the future. Yes, they're Baltimore Orioles fans coming yeah, yeah, to watch not, Bowie because of the Baltimore Orioles. Right, right. It's not people who are going there because tickets are cheap yeah. or because it's in Bowie or yeah. uh, as as uh, Cody says, Bowie. Yeah, but my tickets were cheap, by the way. I cashed in my vouchers. <laughs> All right. And more minor league games are cheap. When I, go, when I went to the Jumbo Shrimps, it was $5. Oh, see, this is like 15 bucks if I didn't have my vouchers. So... I was going to go on Saturday night to see Bradish. Kyle Bradish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and I found a seat available, and it, it was like 25 bucks because I wanted to be behind home plate for it. But then I looked the next day, and the whole stadium was sold out. You know why? What, would cause a, what causes a baseball team to sell out the entire stadium? Uh, there was a bobblehead giveaway. Not a bobblehead giveaway. Uh, Last time I went to the Jumbo Shrimp game, it was a bobblehead <laughs> giveaway. Um, but what's another popular giveaway that you would do on a Saturday night in the summer? Um, I don't know. Koozies. What's the most popular giveaway the Orioles do? Hawaiian shirts. Ding, ding, ding. It was jumbo shrimp Hawaiian shirt night. So it was sold out. So, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was surprised. I called today. I called the box office because by the way, the website wasn't showing many open seats. So I called the box office. You haven't get five seats together. I got on the first row, Josh, the first row, right by the, right by the dugout. Oh, you must've told them who you were. And, and they didn't have anything available on the website there. But when I called, it was available. Uh So I don't know. I don't know. Either they knew who you were or you accidentally bought tickets for Wednesday. Oh shoot! I'm gonna go back and check my tickets. Well, I want to check guy, those tickets. Well, I, and I think maybe because the website, I think the website might still be like um, COVID friendly. Because he was like, he asked me, he's like, "Are you okay?" I sitting in the middle of the aisle with with two groups on either side of you. I said, "Yeah, uh, I don't care." So um, maybe the website's still COVID friendly. Is Bowie? Uh, is Bowie like open up to normal now? Yeah, yeah. Camden Yards is full now, right? I mean, no one yeah, ever knows. There's but. no restrictions. Okay. Right. And even yeah. now on TV and the Jumbostron, they'll show people who don't have masks on. And they wouldn't do that before, but now they will. Do you not need masks anymore? You don't. Uh, I don't know if you don't need masks anymore, I, to be honest. But <clears throat> no one sitting down is wearing masks. Uh, you want to know a little secret? Well, I haven't worn a mask since the last time I was in Baltimore. Haven't had a need to put it on since then. It's been like okay. four or five weeks. I just checked, and Bowie Bay Sox versus the Akron Rubber Ducks, Tuesday, June 15th, 635. Um, you'll find me in section 109, row A, okay? And okay. the Zany one will be with me. So if you want to come say hi, you can say hi to the Zany one. All right, yeah, ask him why he's not on the show anymore. Yeah, please do. We, uh, I should just start sending him invites every week to be on the show, and one yeah, day he'll click on the link. Yeah, just put it in the email. Yeah. Uh, hey, Josh, a couple more things I want to get to. I want to get to um, – well, I want to talk briefly. I want to get to the kind of Austin Hayes well, – I, really, I don't really care that much about the major league team. Um, can we talk about this whole thing in crack, with Major League Baseball cracking down on illegal on, substances? I heard, yeah. I heard Jeff Passan yes. talking about it. Is he still with Yahoo? I don't know who he's with, but sometimes he goes on the Tony Cornhazer podcast, which I okay. hear him on. But anyway – and I like him. I think Jeff Passons, he's good. He's not, no, he's, good. he's not Kirchin, who's my favorite, but he's pretty no, good. But as far as, yeah, MLB reporters, he's good. Yeah, he's good. 
Um, he has a good, he's a good sense of humor about him. Anyway, he said one source told him as much as as high as ninety percent of pitchers use substances on the mound. He said that seemed high to him. He thought it probably closer to about seventy percent. But still, Josh, it seems like I, the majority of pitchers 100%. are using this stuff. You think it's hundred? Yeah, and I think it's a hundred percent of batters that use it. This is, I don't know. Do you? I get a little irritated by this whole conversation. Oh, so we're on completely different pages on this. I think you don't okay. care. No, I care big time. I think pitchers should be punished severely for this. All right, all right. Well, here's my deal. What's your definition of substance? Because you, there is something where you need to have a little sticky stuff on your hand to control the ball. And when you're throwing that hard, I don't think the extra spin rate and stuff is from the substance. I think it's because Major League Baseball, once again, screwed up the baseball and has these high seams. Oh, Josh, Josh. Now look at it. Look at it. Garrett Cole. They looked at his starts. Um, the guy down in the Dodger, Trevor Bauer, they looked at his starts. Previous starts, he had a, he's, his spin rate, the re, most recent starts, when they've been cracking down on this, has gone down significantly by like 20%, right. the spin rate. Like, All I right. think they're going to see across the board. Man, spin rates good. are going to start to go down. All right. Well, uh, Jeff Passon's ESPN now, by the way. Okay. Um, Yahoo, right. I don't think, is still a thing. All right. So, but still. You want pitchers to control themselves. You don't want them to hit it. Here's okay, what they have like. a rosin bag back there. I don't. I get that. And in Japan, they pre-sticky the balls. Okay. What I don't like is Josh Donaldson wearing like a bulletproof vest going up to the plate because he feels like he's the whistleblower of this whole thing. While meanwhile, how much pine tar is he putting on his hands and on his gloves to hold on to that baseball bat? I yeah. think if you want pitchers to not use substance, then you don't use substance either because pitchers will put a little dab on the brim of their hat or in their glove. And meanwhile, every batter has two pounds of pine tar on their helmets. I don't understand why there's so much pine tar in batters. You think that the pitchers using this spider tack, whatever they call it, to give them super spin rates is equivalent to pine tar on a batter's bat so he doesn't throw yeah. the bat in the stands? The pitcher, it's not about spin rate. It's about control. It's, about, it's all about spin rate. No, You're missing this, Josh, completely. It's all about and nothing. So. Zero to do with control. Zero to do with control. 100% to a spin rate. You're telling me they would hit every single batter if they didn't have this thing on their fingers? No, but they hit more. They'd hit more. Especially especially in, no. the, in, in uh, the beginning of the season when it's cold out and it's tough to get a grip on that ball. That that's silly. You have you have pitchers who have freaking labs to develop the most stickiest substance. You have that they baseball can use players that have labs spin- with their own crap. Right. And, you, and, you, and occasionally you have Sammy Sosa with a cork bat and he gets punished when he's found out to have a cork bat. Uh, you also had this thing with steroids, and you had to crack down on that. This is the next thing you have to crack down on. It's illegal. Pitchers are getting admitted. And by the way, check, check out the landscape of baseball. It's not fun. When pitchers dominate, it's just not fun baseball. And so stop having them use these illegal, illegal spin rates to spin the ball in a ridiculous way, clean up the substances, and let's make the game more fun again. All right. You got me with let's make the game fun again. All right. But if you want to – I know because I, I was, I was alluding to a similar catchphrase that you're a fan of, so I knew you'd get behind that. Go ahead. If you, want, if you want to clean up the substance on the pitchers, I think you need to clean up stuff at the plate as well. Okay, I don't. And, what, what are you talking about? The plate? What's happening? The banging of trash cans? Yeah, they should clean that up. What are you talking right. about? The, 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 the pine I'm, I'm tar saying, on the on the on the handle of the bat? 
I don't know. What, what does uh, that do? What they, advantage does a hitter have? Do you, know, do you know the last Oriole to get to get suspended? Last Oriole pitcher to get suspended for substance? I think it was Armando Benitez. No. Nope. Am I wrong on that? Nope. No. Oh, Guy it was um, from his arm. Got an eight-game huh? suspension. Yes. Yes. Who was this? Uh, it was recent, right? Uh, um, Tommy Hunter, maybe, or a Bud Norris? Was it one of those nope, guys? Nope, nope, nope. I, I remember the game. Shoot, who was that? A guy that you always wanted to work out as a starter, but ended up more of a bullpen specialist? Not Brian Mattis. It's Brian Mattis. Really? <laughs> it was Brian Mattis. I remember the whole thing on the arm. Yeah, 20, 2015. Brian Mattis got an eight game suspension for foreign substance on his arm. Yeah, like the, the rule is now, like that's still legal. You just can't be dumb with it, right? Yeah. Um, like that guy for the Yankees had it all in the, the bill of his hat or on on your arm. Right. You just can't be subtle with it. Do you think that's what's helping John Means with the little substance in the in the glove? I mean, I don't know. Like, like I don't. Everyone says all the pitchers for the Mets have sworn that Jacob Degrom doesn't use it, and I kind of believe them. But I'm more of a sucker, right? Like, I'm a sucker when when Rafael Pomero said he didn't do steroids. I was like, all right, dude, you didn't do steroids. Um, I'm more of a sucker to believe people. It's just the way I am. So I want to assume that John Means isn't doing it. Though, in fairness, no one really cares about John Means, right? Because he's on the Orioles. People only care about Garrett Cole or Trevor Bauer. Yeah. They're on these big market teams. But but I, I'm happy about it. I, I, I don't want pitchers to do these stupid spin rates. Um, I want hitters to be able to hit the ball occasionally. Um, I think the game is getting kind of out of hand with these spin rates. I think it's some of it's coaching and analytics, but some of it is also – the advancement of these substances where I think they used to use like sunscreen and pine tar and now it's gotten to a whole new level. Sure. Um, and I, and I get that. I get that. Once it goes uh, to specific stuff made for that, I understand that. But yeah, I also I, think, um, I think it goes on both sides. I think the pit, I think, I think batters do adjust their bats. Uh, and different weights of their bats and adjust gloves and stuff to give them an advantage. I think, right, but right now the pitchers are winning. An advantage. Pitchers are winning right now, though. Yeah, and last year and that's not I, fun. But last year the hitters were winning. Yeah, and and so a lot had to do with the ball. Is right? it the substance or is it the ball? Yeah. Well, because, MLB MLB seems to think it has a lot to do with the substance. Right? Yeah, or they, or they want to be cracking down on this. Right, but they were using the same substances last year. It's not like a new. It's not like a new vendor came out with a new sticky substance this year. I've been well, watching Shark Tank all year. No one had anything on there about about uh, stuff for pitchers. Yeah, I think just the uh, the reaction to this movement has been a little bit slower. But I think this has kind of been a building thing over the past few years. It's the timing is weird. I agree. The timing's weird, right? Like this is mid season, the year before this whole bargaining debate. And so it's a weird time to bring such a controversial thing to the forefront. Yes. I mean, it's basically like the easy thing would be to, to ignore it. Right. So the fact that he's confronting this, I feel like is an acknowledgement that this is a problem. And we always talk Josh about how you how should much? always be making changes for the betterment of the game. Yes. And this feels like a betterment of the game issue. I like agree. It's better the game when pitchers aren't doing silly stuff with the ball. But, but the timing's weird. Um, when they first decided to crack down on this, they collected a bunch of balls to send to a lab for analysis. Right. Um, Most of them came from Trevor Bauer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, they just hate they, him. Right. If Trevor Bauer wasn't such a jerk about everything, this probably yeah. would never have been a thing. <laughs> um, so it seems to, the timing is what's weird to me. Doing this mid-season, not something to evaluate. It seems 
it seems it seems like it falls in line with everything else in our culture today where something gets hot on Twitter and corporations feel like they need to respond. Oh my gosh, Josh, this is not a woke move. This is not, I mean, it's, it, I'm not saying it's a woke move, but I'm saying it's the same type of reaction. Well, I, I mean, I agree that video, everyone, John Boy over with the Yankees, everybody else being able to make videos of these pictures, even though John yes. means is bringing this thing to the forefront. Um, but, 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 but Josh, the, I mean, if you just think about it, right, like like if you want to – the problem with baseball right now is this whole three-outcome thing and the strikeout rates and, and all this thing. Right. Oh, and, 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 and by the way, one of the guys who's been kind of the best at doing this, and I mean striking people out, and I also mean cheating, is Garrett Cole. Did you see the right. Garrett Cole interview? No. Oh, my gosh. Go watch when Garrett Cole was interviewed and he was asked point blank – were you using this spider tack, whatever they call it? Have you ever used a spider tack? Josh, it is one of the most entertaining responses yeah. you've ever seen in your life. It was just, it was like, like it was Palmero. like when we asked the intern back in the day a question. He's over there going, um it was it was unbelievable. And anything that makes Garrett Cole look stupid, as he's a Yankee now and the high one of the highest played better in baseball, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of. So if it's gonna make Garrett Cole come down to earth a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm all on board about uh, it. I'm on board. I'm always on board with making the game better. I'm always on board with that. Um, now, if we can get rid of the substance and that takes away the talk of moving the mound, then that sounds good. I like that. Yeah. But with making as a midseason change, when you've allowed this for years, feels like the steroid era where we all knew for years it was steroids and steroids and steroids, and suddenly Major League Baseball is cracking down on it. But they didn't do it midseason. They didn't say, while McGuire and Sosa are, are going for 70 home runs, they didn't say uh, um, in June, hey, guys, uh, no more steroids. Let's settle down. So it seems weird to do a midseason reaction to this. Um, Especially when I get that we're having more no hitters than ever this year, yeah. but we're also seeing a lot of high scoring games. So there's some dominant pitchers and there's also some just crap out there. And I wonder, I don't think we see more no hitters because of the spider tack stuff you're talking about. I think we see more oh, no hitters. Not, John means would never do that. And he I, think had we, I think we see more no hitters because of the approach at the plate of the all or nothing approach. Right. But Josh, you're, you're smart enough to know that there are always with anything, multiple factors that influence something, right? Right. And that could be one of the factors. Yeah. But it seems extreme to try to change something mid season. Can I just play for you through my microphone? Garrett Cole's response to spider attack. Yeah, sure. All right. That's just, just so funny. I don't, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players for the last generation. All right, and then he talks a little more. But there was that, just that awkward pause. Uh, I don't know. And then, like, he's on Zoom. And it's like Zoom, like, where it's not just, like, it's just him, his face, right? It's like, uh. All right. Uh, just great. Yeah. So isn't that enjoyable to see Garrett Cole struggle not to be able to answer a question? Yeah, I like that. 
Um, by the way, you can go on Amazon and buy some spider tech. I feel like we need to do a little experiment. Mm. If I can, I climb walls like Spider Man with spider tech. No, but your spin rate will go through the roof. Um, what do you think a guy like Buck Showalter would say about this? Yeah, because this is if seventy percent conservatively or seventy percent of pitchers are using it, it's one of those things where managers don't call other managers about it, right? Because. So he, because if you call so, someone else out, your own dude's doing it, you're going to get in trouble here. So this is why this thing's allowed to kind of perpetuate because no one wants to call out to get their own guys in trouble. Right. So he says that yeah, this all started when guys were having trouble gripping the ball in April, May when it's cold and the ball is Is this a quote from Buck? Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, so we put this on this arcade. <laughs> That's how you know it's Buck. Uh, I wish I had the audio to play, but you can just tell from the structure. Uh, when the ball was cold, was slick. So we put this archaic thing called mud on it. Uh, and think about it. Still, we're putting that on it. It's kind of evolved, and they see there's an edge. And anybody that doesn't know they knew some of it wasn't going on is being less than truthful. So then he talked about some times with Trevor Bauer and all. But then he says for Josh Donaldson, what I'd like to see is Josh Donaldson go to home plate and hit without batting gloves or pine tar tonight. If he really wants to prove a point, go up there and really not be able to grip a bat tonight. I'd be all for it. I'd be all for getting rid of batting gloves and getting rid of that and getting rid of a pitcher. Like just just have a ball and a bat, boys and girls. Uh-huh. Let's just play some so, baseball. So you were you liked that? You thought Garrett Cole looked stupid in that yes. response. He, so they asked they asked Showalter after that. What did you think of Cole? And Showalter yeah. said, I think he handled it well. He didn't at, <laughs> he didn't at any point uh, didn't want to not be truthful. Sometimes what you is, have to be careful of telling the truth that you might hurt innocent people instead of saying something that might be proven to not be completely true. Hey, hey, you know what? That's true. To Gary Cole's credit, he didn't lie. He said, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> that's that's a pretty honest and truthful response. Yeah, I buy yeah. that. And and he goes on to say, just put a make a standard like pine tar rag and put it on there on the mound, which brings me to the point of that uh, the, the little what's the thing that they have back there now? Is it just powder? Is it's it a rosin bag. It's just, rosin just bag. for like so sweat. Just dry yeah, your, just for yeah. sweat. So yeah. I, I'm fine with upgrading the rosin bag. To have something consistent. Yeah, that consistent. everyone uses. And yeah. I'm fine with if we we get that special mud out of Delaware to rub the balls down. Yeah, I'm fine with if you mix that mud with a little sticky substance. Let's just go. Let's just make it fair and make it legit and everything the same. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, I agree. As long as we're consistent and we're not doing anything kind of super out of yeah. bounds. Though, let's get let's get rid of the substance and go back to um, go back to scuffing balls. Yeah, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I like Gary Cole's response. The more I think about it, I'm gonna start using that in my parenting when Sass asks me an awkward question. I don't know. About where babies know. come from or something. I, I don't know how to answer that, sir. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, feel like I might need to add that to my soundboard here. Yeah. Just the beginning of that, that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're, when we're stuck on a question here, uh, yeah. something something awkward comes up, if I try to go too pol- political with it, uh-huh. you, yeah. you can just hit that button. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's why I held back on uh, comparing that statement to other press conferences I've seen. Didn't yeah. want to make it political. Oh, good for you, Josh. Yeah. You're growing. <laughs> you're, gonna help, you're gonna help our reviews out too. I appreciate it. No, I already I already screwed up by saying I didn't wear a mask for five weeks or whatever. Yeah, Josh, the only way we get one star reviews is if you say stuff like that. Yep. Doesn't matter Makes what your political. sports content is. Exactly. 
Um, any thoughts? Uh, we're running out of time here. Um, any thoughts on the lineup tonight? I saw Franco and Hayes. It's, it's According to Madre Hyde, no injuries, just this generation of players. And... Oh, sorry, just uh-huh. my phone again. No, right, cool. oh, <laughs> no, that's cool again. Mr. No, no, no injuries, just kind of a day's rest for Hayes it's... and. Franco, you buy it? It's, it's just funny. It's what we used to call the Sunday lineup because, yeah, no Hayes, no Franco. It'll be interesting to see if in a, if the, the Orioles can keep the game close if he brings those guys in late because, yeah, right now we got work, Steve Wilkinson at second, Valleca at third, Matt Castle at first, and uh, Stewart in left. So it's just a weird, like. Yeah, and Stewart batting. I think he's been cleanup tonight, right? Uh, yeah. And it's it's just a weird lineup when you know you have better players on the bench. Yeah. And I get that you're going to going to go about 21 games without a day off, but you just had two days off this past week, so guys are pretty fresh right now. Yeah, like now the beginning of it is not the when the rest of them no. like in the middle of it. It's when the rest. No, no I, like, I, I, I think Hayes just because his history, I expect Hayes to play about. You know, four or five days a week. And I, I, think had, gonna, I think I'm going to sit Hayes a lot. I would have had Hayes in the lineup today just to show that he didn't hurt himself on the turf this weekend. Yeah, I like to see Hayes play some DH. Because but I know I know his arm is great, yeah. but just health reasons. Just not but, the DH no. Right, but you know that you play a series on turf and then you take Hayes out, people are going to be questioning if Hayes well, is hurt. Oh, and, and on Sunday there was a ball that he kind of – it looked like he tweaked something, and manager Hyde even mentioned in the post game. Yep. So um, I also – like it doesn't matter, but I would rather see wins behind the plate every time over Severino. But it doesn't matter, but I just would rather see wins. I, no, I agree with that. I, I'm all about wins. Yeah, I am about wins too. Yeah, I also would rather see Jemine Jones up here playing second base. Is he, but we'll, is he doing okay in Yeah, he's been pretty good since coming back from the injury. Not great, not like Landon right. on fire. Like Adley Rutschman, the fact that he's in Bowie is at this point a joke. Uh, no. It's a joke. Yeah, he's there. He's get, he's there to work with the pitchers. I can't think of any it's other reason why be. he's there. It's got to be because other. How funny would it be if the Orioles promoted him to Norfolk tomorrow? I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. <laughs> no. let, let him stay for one more game. No, I think they should promote the, I, honestly, I would just promote the entire Bowie squad to Norfolk and send Norfolk to Bowie. Just do it. Just do a switch of squad. It gets, that gets awkward though. At what point do you just bring up your entire rotation? Just swap them. Yeah, I know. Seriously. I don't know. But, so, but, but yeah, we're still, and that, that's what's hard too. Right. And this is why you have to invest in the minors because yep. Um, it's weird because you mentioned how we don't have our best lineup in there. Just organizationally, no. all our best players now, like Grace Rodriguez. No, if you wanted to win, is, is our best. He's, he's our number one and number two. Like maybe you could fight about John Means, who's but better, no. John Means, Grace Rodriguez. But that's our number one, and number two starter right yeah. now. Right I think Rush is yeah. our best catcher. You so many of our position players are best today, position today and the players. Orioles are better. What's that? You bring both those guys up today, and the Orioles are better. Yeah, like there are probably half our rotation and half of our lineup. There are better players in the minors than are playing for the Orioles right now. That would be perfectly fine in the majors now. Yes, that would perform would, as well or as better well. than who who's playing Correct. in the majors now. Correct. That's what's irritating. I mean, I bet Gunnar Henderson's 19. I bet he could put up Jessica's numbers as, as Franco at third base. I really like Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, I think I he's going to be something special. I th- I agree, and I would like to see twenty-year-old Gunnar Henderson up in the majors. I want to see yeah. him as a young kid up here. Yeah, that's what he's, he's still stuck in Delmarva. but he's got to get moving. I know, up the, I know. The they're moving him slow, but yeah. I like him. 
Yeah, I do too. I yeah. So I'm, I, this would be my first minor league game this year. Um, so I'll come back with some some notes next week for uh, for what for, for what I say. All right, that's cool. If Bowie doesn't win twenty to nothing, it's going to be a disappointment. Well, I think Rutschman doesn't it. have three home runs and Rodriguez doesn't have twenty strikeouts. I'm gonna be mad. All right, you're gonna see a no hitter tomorrow, right? I better. All right. You want to get to ball four? Or are you gonna get out of here? Uh, I mean, I don't. Do you have anything particular for Ball Four? I, I watched, watched a couple movies. They were both not good. I watched a new show. I haven't watched a new show in a while. I'm watching right. two new shows now. All right, let's do a little. Oh, and I was thinking. Uh, we always call it Ball Four. Yeah. Because you know it was a new segment, but I was thinking maybe instead of calling it Ball Four, we should bring back an old segment title for it. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. It's been a hey, many years. How you doing? Yeah. So can we change ball four to the ball bag? All right, let's call it the ball bag. And our balls include no illegal substances. There's no goop on our balls. Actually, let's keep it ball four. That's bad decision. Because the whole reason we want with ball four is because it's outside the zone. It's not baseball stuff related. Let's save ball bag for uh, for. Some baseball questions, baseball topics. Yeah, yeah. we so. should use a ball bag for a show like this when there's uh, the Orioles stink and there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah, well, and that's what we did. We went all foreign substances. We've been all over the place. This was a ball bag type yeah. of a show. That's a lot of minors. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this was a ball bag show. That's that's exactly what. So, all right, let's do a little ball four. Um, I started watching Defending Jacob. On Apple TV, you watch that show? I yeah, I watched that like last year. Whenever oh, it came am out. I late on this? Uh, is that a year yeah. old? I'm sorry. I, I just so. heard someone talking about it, so I started watching it. Uh, yeah, you're late on it. Okay, I'm like four episodes in. It's good. All right. Um, no, I like that. You're good. Have you watched the uh, Nicole Kidman show over on HBO? Um, uh, the little the things un- hurting me or something? Undoing the undoing. Uh, not that that was little right. things or hurt no, things. Or... No, that's that's like Reese Witherspoon or something. Okay, they're all the same. Maybe it's in both. I, don't I thought know. I thought Nicole Kidman was in that one too. Maybe she might not. Be. Yeah, she might be. Okay. Uh, after defending Jacob, watch the undoing. I thought Nicole Kidman was a movie star. What are these movie stars doing television shows for? Back in my day, a movie star was a movie star. They did movies. Um, have you seen where money is right now? Yeah, Streaming I guess there's not a lot of movies is... being made. Right. Streaming is where it's at for money. Uh, no, but I like Defending Jacob. I'll get behind that. Um, if you want yeah, to stay on the good. Apple TV thing, I'll wa- uh, watch that Moon one. The Moon show is good, too, for, okay. for all mankind. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard things about that. Yeah. I'm going to watch that pretty one. pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that your ball one? Ball uh, two? No, I'll say uh, ball one. I watched two. I'm going to combine my uh, balls okay. today because I watched two movies this weekend. I watched Spiral with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Never heard of it. Okay. It is, uh, it's the new Saul movie as part of the oh, Saul Oh, because they got did tired you... of doing Saul 7, Saul 8, Saul 9. Yeah. They just called Spiral. I got you. Right. So did you ever watch the old Saul movies? Uh, no. I've never seen yeah, any of them. Me either, because I don't like that torture. I know pose. the premise. I, yeah, they find yeah. different ways to torture and kill right. people. And I know, know the premise. Jigsaw is and all that. Yes. But yes. Like... That, that clown looking guy, yeah. Right. But I like uh, I like Chris Rock. Yeah, that, that, like that's some big name actors. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided to watch it, and Any it good? was uh, it's okay. Okay, I it was good. You know what? I'd probably like it if it wasn't for all the torture. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't appeal to me at all. Seeing yeah. people get tortured is not yeah. my idea of a fun for Saturday night. But that yeah. was but that was the good movie I watched this weekend. Uh oh. 
Have you seen commercials for this movie Infinite with Mark Wahlberg? No, never heard of it. Uh, I know Mark it, Wahlberg. It's Mark but... Wahlberg's new action. I like Mark movie. Wahlberg. He's a good actor. I like Mark Wahlberg also. Yeah. And it made a big deal that this one got pulled from movie theaters, and instead you have to have the Paramount Network. Uh, but is that watch. a woke thing? Cancel culture? Um, That's cool. They were saying it was because of COVID. But uh, I watched okay. the movie this weekend. It's because it's crap. It's because uh, it's confusing. I have no clue what was going on. Did you see Tenet? No. Uh, another movie that is confusing. No idea what's going on the entire movie. When I watch an action movie, I want to turn my brain off. And I just want to see fast cars, things mm. explode, and people shoot each other. Mm, yeah. Fast I have, all that stuff was in this movie. But I have no clue. The storyline makes no sense. It's something about reincarnation and something, mm. and I don't know what's going on. So yeah. avoid that one. But if you like torture stuff, watch uh, Spiral. Okay, I'm not watching either of those. I'll yeah, go exactly. for my my last my one. Bad. My last one, I'll go with another Apple TV show I'm enjoying. This is the other show. I'm watching two shows right now. Um, um, the Defending Jake I'm watching with Emily, with my wife. This is the show we're watching now. And we we can handle one show together at a time. This other show I'm watching, I'm watching by myself because Emily would never watch it. And that's um, Lisey's Story. Lisey's Story. Have you seen anything about this? I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. Okay. It's based on the Stephen King novel, Josh. So you should get I'm behind in. this. I'm in. Lisey's it's on Apple Story? TV. I was disappointed. Here's what annoys me about Apple TV. Are yeah. all the episodes out? Yeah, I thought I didn't know. See, like defending Jacob, I thought I was just watching it and yeah, all the episodes out. Lisey's story, I got to episode three and I can't uh, watch it anymore. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's irritating. Yeah. Apple does that and one of the other streaming people do that too. It's annoying. Yeah. Well well um Hulu does it too, because I'm doing the Handmaid's Tale and okay. now I stopped watching Handmaid's Tale because I want to have a bunch of episodes, so I'm just waiting. Right. Oh, Disney's the other one that's doing that because I oh, watched yeah. the Loki show. Which I liked. Oh yeah, I just stopped watching that one show with the with the mental guy, with the guy who could move things with his mind or something. What was that show? It, it was Vision. Yeah, yeah, WandaVision. Oh, I just stopped watching that because yeah, I never finished it. Oh well, that's all out now. So you can now that it's two years late, you can go watch it. All right. And Winter Soldier's out there now too. All of all that. Right. The new one started this week, Loki, which was good. That was my good thing I watched this week. There's a new Star Wars thing out there too, right? I want to get I want to get there on that I, on Disney. I so dislike Star Wars. Oh, I like all I the Star no Wars desire. subplots. I haven't seen I haven't even seen all the Star Wars movies, but I watched all these kind of sub stories that oh, I think the, are really well done. Like the I, the one for uh, Disney that they had out, I thought was really good. The Mandalorian. No, the Mandalorian. I thought it was excellent. I watched the first I even episode know Star Wars. and fell asleep. You watched what? I watched the first episode and I fell asleep. Oh, see, I don't even know all the Star Wars stories, but I thought that was... I don't think it matters. I've seen all the Star Wars movies. I don't like any of them. Yeah, I don't know. I hate Star Wars. I've seen all the movies, saw some of them in theaters, and just, I'm not a Star Wars All right, fine. All right. I'm not I'm not dressing up in any outfits, but I just think the stories of the stories are entertaining. No, I'm a, I like the Marvel. I like the comic book stuff. All right, but, fine. Um, all right, well, let's get out of here. I had something else, but I'm blank now that my uh, computer screwed up. Well, it's your ball four. Shoot. You already gave away four things. You could have saved one of them for your ball I four. Gave, I gave away three things, I think. Well, you also talked about, you know, how you like defending Jacob. You also mentioned right, this Americans fine. or something. You want a ball four? Uh, I'll help you out with some TV this, recommendations. This Apple TV show. I got you. Huh? I got you. Here you go. The moon landing one? Here you go. Yeah, okay. Did you like Silicon Valley on HBO? Love that show. Very right. funny. On Apple TV, check out Mythic Quest. 
Okay, Mythic, Mythic Quest. Quest. Reminds if you like Silicon Valley, you'll probably like Mythic's Quest. It's it's All about right. nerds making a video game. All right. All right. So check that one out. There's right. my ball four. I'll check it out. I can't re- watch any more Elise's stories because none are cut out, but so I'll watch that one. All right. And I'm going to find a way so that next week my ball four has nothing to do with TV or movies because I'm pretty sure ball four is our TV and movie segment. Well, not for me. Book. It's rarely. Uh, not for me. I haven't watched. Uh, this is. I just it stopped school, so I'm able to watch TV again. So this is new for me. Going TV route. Gotcha. But I got some more books I could talk about next week that I've been reading. Did you, uh, you hear Jim Palmer? This weekend, uh, on one of the broadcasts, talk about how he used to hit. Used to how hit? he used to hit. Playing, playing no. pre-TH, how he would hit, and how he would occasionally pinch run. Oh, no, I yeah, missed that. Yeah, it was Jim Palmer talking about how great Jim Palmer is. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's what Jim Palmer does it best. Talk I, about that's Jim why Palmer. I'm bringing it up. I loved it. Yeah, I like it, too. All right. Well, if you want to talk not about Jim Palmer, talk about Section 336, you can talk about us when you write us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give us a review on iTunes. Apparently, iTunes is launching something through that podcast app tomorrow where you can, like, subscribe to premium shows or something. So, oh, really? uh, yeah. So we're going to put some stuff up there. We're going to put up the uh, a few ep- a few old episodes, put up the Africa Matt Dyan story and stuff like that. Our supporter episodes, we're going to put up on there. So if you use that app, okay. go ahead and check that out. I'm not sure how it'll work yet, but apparently it launches this week. So go right. subscribe. All the real coconuts right. out subscribe there. Subscribe to us there. Rate, review, all that stuff. Yeah. Follow us on all your social media platforms. You can follow me at Section336. You can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. And don't forget Patreon. If you go to Section336.com and click support up top, uh, then you be- can become a 336er and help us out through Patreon. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, boys and girls. As always, go O's and go Besa. We are the Panthers and we run this town. When you step into the yard, we must protect this house. We are the Panthers, haven't you heard? We got that underdog stuff, but we'll be crushing the curve. And we really don't care what the haters say. We'll be rocking from the city to the Chesapeake Bay. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? (laughs) No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. 
Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.